After the January 6th attack on the Capitol, the Defense Department started looking into extremism within its ranks. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin called for each commander to conduct a one-day stand-down to address those issues. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni got his hands on some of the Air Force's training materials, and he joins us now to talk about what they say. Hey, Scott. Hey. So uh, give us some highlights here. What, what, is, what is the Air Force actually trying to address in these stand-downs? Well, this training material was really for commanders to facilitate talking to their airmen, to their uh, civilians, and to space guardians. And I would say it, it really outlines three things. One, it tells the, the airmen what sort of responsibilities they have when they see extremism. Another thing they do is it makes a distinction between the First Amendment and behavior that's not permissible within the military. Uh, important distinction to make for people. And then finally, it facilitates ways for people who may be uh, caught up in extremism, who may be confused about things, who may be frustrated right now with the United States. Uh, it helps them get help uh, to, to find ways to express the way that they feel that's not something that's dangerous or violent. Uh, so, you know, it, it's really a way of opening up a dialogue with airmen, informing them about extremism, and also informing them about what they need to do uh, as members of the military. Back to something you said a minute ago, how is the Air Force helping commanders, you know, draw that line between First Amendment protected activity and actual extremism that in some way violates the UCMJ or the military finds, uh, you know, impermissible for other reasons? Right. You know, that's something that really the, the training material goes really deeply into. And, and I think one of the most interesting things that uh, was in the, the material was this quote that said, impermissible behavior is anything that negatively impacts good order and discipline. So it doesn't necessarily have to be something, um, you know, that just jumps out at you, you know, like someone comes in, you know, wearing something that's very provocative. Instead, it could just be something that, that just gets in the way of the regular order and readiness of the military. Now, the Air Force training goes into this whole thing about what imper impermissible behavior is, you know, any conduct or action or statement that advances or encourages or advocates supremacist or extremist activity, uh, illegal use of force, violence, all that sort of stuff, things that you would pretty much expect. But, you know, I think that that really sums it up is that, you know, anything that negatively impacts good order and, and discipline. They also go on to explain and, and define extremism as a subcategory of impermissible behavior, and it's really just a doctrine ideology or cause that's not limited to a common belief that might be politically or socially acceptable, but uses violence. So violence is a key, uh, you know, part of this. And one, one important thing also to point out, I think, is that just simply being a member of one of these organizations is not illegal and will not get you in trouble in the military. But if you use certain advocacy or certain actions that violate the code of the UCMJ, that violate orders, instructions, memos, all that sort of, of stuff, that's when you're going to get in trouble. And you mentioned that this guidance really is for commanders, but they're supposed to use it to talk to airmen about uh, what to watch out for. And so what, what are some of those things that they're supposed to be watching out for? Right. And, you know, they... they it really runs the gambit, uh, especially now that uh, the internet is out there. Uh, the materials gave a few case studies that people could, uh, you know, just kind of base and hang their hat on to think, okay, how would I go through this? Uh, some of the materials talked about a civilian employee. This, these were real, real live situations. A civilian employee who was making statements declaring he was a member of the Proud Boys, which is a uh, white supremacist group, and then threatening to overthrow the government and partake in a civil war. So, you know, if he's a member of the Proud Boys, then 
that's not necessarily something that's uh, going to be a problem with the military yet, but the threatening to overthrow the government, partaking in civil war, once you hit that violence and threat level, that's something that uh, is going to be a problem. And then finally, you know, I, I think going back to that good order and discipline, it's kind of one of those, uh, you know it when you see it type things. Um, it's something that makes you uncomfortable in the workplace. It makes people feel like they're being threatened, like they don't feel safe. And that's the line that uh, the military really has to be careful for. And I think we should point out here that this this guidance being given to commanders is not just to address, quote unquote, impermissible behavior by members of the military. They, they also talk a bit about, um, you know, what, what to watch for uh, among civilians and contractors and how to handle that, which I, I, I wasn't necessarily expecting to be part of the stand down, although it's, I guess, the more you think about it, not all that surprising. That's right. You know, I, I wasn't expecting that either. And, um, you know, there are a little bit of, of different uh, things that they have to do for uh, airmen versus civilians. Civilians have a little bit more of a First Amendment um, expectation and right. They can wear things on their sleeves a little bit more than people in the military can. Uh, and they're also not subject to the Uniform uh, Code of Military Justice, uh, which is something that uh, tends to be more strict. So, um, you know, there were different uh, categories and different uh, rules for those civilians. But uh, still, you know, as I said, that sort of um, know it when you see it law still takes is, is in effect. And, uh, you know, it's also something where you have to be careful about a uh, security clearance issue as well. Um, you know, those things are, are something that uh, kind of clamp down on what you can say out in public and do out in public as well. And to zoom out just a little wider than the Air Force and the Space Force, what, what is Secretary Austin and DOD as a whole doing to root out extremism? Right. Well, you know, as you mentioned, the uh, the Secretary of Defense put out this memo in February saying that every uh, commander had to kind of basically have a sit down with their command, with their uh, with their troops and talk to them about extremism. That would just take one day and they need to finish that by April 6th. There's also a commission that's kind of working within uh, the military looking for things. And now we've found out that the uh, military is working with federal law enforcement agencies to root out uh, military. There's also uh, military extremism. There's also, um, you know, social media monitoring and this up. And this week as well, the House Armed Services Committee is going to be holding a hearing on extremism with experts. All right. Federal News Network, Scott Massioni, thanks very much. Thank you. And you can read Scott's story and see a link to some of the training materials we've been talking about at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.